Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, joining us now to talk about all of this is Deputy National Security Advisor KT McFarland joining us here on Cats and Cosby. KT, we are so vulnerable right now. And your thoughts about where this goes in Israel. This is going to get tough because they're talking about executing hostages, the Hamas. Yeah, I mean, there are two things. What John just said is really important to remember. In foreign policy and diplomacy, it's like sharks smelling blood in the water. If they're if if your adversaries think you're weak and that you're distracted, that's when they strike. And so now here's the United States, the shambolic Afghanistan withdrawal, Ukraine and another forever war. And now the Middle East. And you can bet that the Chinese are looking at this to think, think, can they take advantage of America's distraction and weak leadership to make yeah, a move on Taiwan? Distracted in Ukraine, going to be distracted in uh, with Iran and with the uh, with Gaza. So maybe it's time for them to hit the Taiwan. And sadly, we have an open border, too, John. I mean, that combination is so yeah. dangerous. But where it goes next, I think, in the Middle East is, so the Israelis are moving in tonight. They'll start their ground invasion of Gaza. And likely Hezbollah, which is the more dangerous force, they're on the north. Of, if you think of Israel like a peanut, and on the left-hand side of the peanut is the Gaza Strip and Hamas. That's where the attacks have taken place so far. On the northern part of the peanut is where he- Lebanon and Hezbollah, militant group as well, supported by Iran. They're like, and they're far more sophisticated. Their missiles, their weapons are far more sophisticated. They're likely to move in from the north in the next couple of days. And then you could well have on the east side of the peanut, the right side of the peanut, uh, the PLO groups in the in on the West Bank could make some kind of a move. So Israel could potentially be facing a three-front conflict. The problem with all this and the reason Hamas went in and didn't they didn't go after military officers, they didn't go after military barracks or anything related to government or infrastructure, they went after women and children and grandmothers. They wanted this to be a slaughter of the innocents because they wanted to provoke the kind of ground assault that we're going to see in the next few days. Why? And they know that Israel is going to prevail. But what they want to have the world say is, oh, wait a minute, Israel, they're overreacting. They need to pull back. And they want the world to isolate Israel. And that will be the press you're going to see coming from Europe and in probably very, very many parts of the Democrat Party in about a week's time. KG, this is Pete King. And, uh, and I, 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 how you doing, KG? I've been away from this for a while, but I also recall that of all of the terror groups in the world, Hezbollah is the strongest, and it also has a significant influence here in the United States. How do you see that being used by Iran if it does come, you know, if things really do go down? Well, I think Israel, I think Hezbollah joins the fight. I mean, Wall Street Journal reported. What I mean, the impact here in the U.S. even and other uh, other countries. Well, I think you're going to see, so so you'll see it in a number of ways. You know, there'll be the, the squad, the, the far left Democrats in Congress will demand a cutoff to F8 to Israel. They'll demand that the United States no longer supply Israel 
with military equipment or intelligence. You could well see because of the poorest southern border and all the young yep. males who have come across the gotaways. They're a million and a half. We have no yep. idea who these people are, but they're no longer just from Central America. We do know that there are some on the terror watch list that have gotten through. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if we start seeing attacks on 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 temples and Jewish houses of worship, Jewish schools, anything and KT, that looks like New it's York, New York has always been a target. Of course it's a target. And that's, again, I think that this comes to America in a very real way. Um, the next thing I worry about, though, is if the Biden administration doesn't have Israel's back. They say they do now because it looks pretty bad for Israel, right? Everything is these horrible pictures we've seen. But give it a week or two, give it a month. We know that Bibi Netanyahu has just come out and said, look, don't expect this invasion to be done quickly. It's going to take a while. But if you start seeing Americans being executed, if you start seeing the protest movements in the United States against Israel and for Palestine and the, and the Palestinians, is Joe Biden really going to be a friend to Israel? You know, he has not in his administration so far. And if Israel determines that nobody has Israel's back, if Israel is isolated and facing extinction and an and existential threat to its existence, I would not be at all surprised if Israel takes a strike on Iran's nuclear sites. Yeah, you know, there are there's, there are already protests in America, uh, KT. I, I was stunned within hours of this. And and where are where are the Democratic leadership? There are some denouncing it, but I want to hear the White House denouncing those protests literally hours after women and children were slaughtered. The White House is not going to denounce it. Why? Because the far left of the Democrat Party is anti-Israel and is frankly anti-Semitic. And, and, and Biden doesn't want to anger any of those people by taking a brave and courageous stand as he should. That's my worry is that this tail is going to wag the dog and the Biden administration is going to slowly but surely distance itself from Israel. Israel needs two things from the United States. Intelligence sharing. We have the ability to use our satellites and direct our satellites to show where there are movements of uh, potentially of troops or, or weapon systems, but they're also going to need our our military equipment. You know, Israel's going to draw down its weapon systems very quickly. Is the United States going to backfill? Any rumors from your people, your old intelligence people? What happened? Why did they fail? Why, Why? did they not see yeah. the intelligence? So, so there are two failures: one on the part of the Israeli intelligence, and then the and Israeli military that didn't respond to this quickly enough. And then what happened to the American intelligence? We're, we're supposed to really know this stuff. I don't know if it's a failure of collection of data as much as it's probably a failure to connect all the dots. And I'm sure that in Israel, once the dust settles and they figure out you know, what they're doing militarily, then they'll have a lot of finger pointing to the military leadership, the intelligence leadership, and probably to Prime Minister Netanyahu because, you know, buck stops here. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to be talking to um, an Israeli official, Ite Milner, uh, from the consulate uh, here in New York, but talking about what's going on on the ground there. Get a big update. That's coming up after the break. Uh, KT, we love you. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you.